Given two equally talented and skilled artists, why is it that one seems to be able to achieve commercial success relatively easily, while the other struggles mightily, but to no avail? Is it just a matter of good luck for the one and bad luck for the other? Or is something more mundane at work? Well, if you wonder about that, stay tuned, because in this episode, number 2142, Bill and Sean Johnston, the CG Bros, will be doing a deep dive into that subject when they answer the commonly asked question, how do successful artists think on the CG Bros, CG Insider podcast. Hello, and welcome to another CG Insider podcast. Thanks for joining us today. In this episode, we're going to be answering a question submitted by Ben S. from Miami, Florida, on our Ask Us Anything page on the cgbros.com. How do successful artists think? We appreciate the question, Ben, and thanks for submitting it. By the end of the podcast, we'll not only give you our observations and insights into why some artists are successful in their career and why some aren't, but also how they think differently. Hey, by the way, make sure you stick around to the end of the podcast where the CG Bros will be reading some of our channel's recent comments from you. I'm Sean Johnston, one of your hosts for today's podcast. And I'm Bill Johnston, one of your other hosts. And together, we're the CG Bros. So, bro, what is a successful artist anyway? You know, this kind of uh, dovetails off of our uh, podcast of last week. uh, And uh, that was, you know, is it a noble pursuit to be a starving artist? And, uh, you know, I think before we can get into the discussion of what is a successful artist... You know, I'd like to say a few words about, you know, what is success in art or what does it mean to be successful in art just generally? Um, And I think the truth is that no matter, you know, how you may personally define it, uh, it's more likely, you know, success in art doesn't come from just, you know, being a a great artist. It's it's a result of a combination of factors that kind of all come together to to work for you. And some of those factors might be, uh, you know, something you can control easily while others aren't. And, you know, the CG bros have learned early in our careers that there's there's no real magic bullet to being successful uh, and being, as a matter of fact, just being, you know, successful can mean different things to different people. So in- interpreting it as just, all I'm just saying is it's highly subjective most of the time. So I just kind of wanted to get out of the way. Uh, so, you know, success in art can just means different things to different people. You know, it could be monetary success or it could be, you know, fame. It could be a whole host of other things. So Happiness. Uh, happiness, exactly. So. And I, th- but this podcast is, is more, you know, focused on, you know, what what is a su- successful artist and, and, and wh- how do successful artists think? Um, you know, and, and in our time together, I know, you know, you, you would agree that, you know, the art of business is not all peaches and cream. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a difficult and highly competitive business. Yes, and a lot of these ideas we're going to discuss today apply to many different types of artists, not just um, CGI. You've got painters, uh, animators, cartoonists, choreographers, architects, art directors, dancers, uh, food stylists, makeup artists, poets, uh, to name a few. Yeah, and uh, Aletta Duwall, who's an artist, she's an uh, artist advisor, she's a marketing strategist, uh, she's a visual coach for fine artists at, at the Art Career Training uh, Center of Toronto, uh, where she works with part-time and emerging and full-time artists uh, who are just really serious about creating a career for themselves in, in art. And she coaches them on making uh, you know the marketing of art easier and the business of art simpler. Uh, and she's written a, a great must-have reference book about the art business and, and how to prepare for success as an artist called uh, My Real Job is Being an Artist. And oh, by the way, that book, 
won the prestigious Benjamin Franklin Award. So it's 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 a pretty good authority. It's it's very well written. It takes a deep dive basically into the business side of art and gives you a thorough common sense guide to the career path and the work and and all the business uh, side of uh, side of, of working as an artist. Um, she yes, talks I'm going to have to read that. Yeah, it's a great book. You know, she talks about five rules uh, that, that, you know, successful artists follow. Uh, the first one being that successful artists aren't only intensely dedicated to their involvement in the art itself, but that they recognize that art, uh, the art world itself is not a monochromatic world of just, you know, simply creating art for art's sake. There's there's a whole bunch of other factors that I alluded to earlier uh, that, that we're going to talk about. But uh, that's that's the first rule. Um of being a successful artist. Yes, and, and there's also a chart that I was looking at uh, successful versus unsuccessful artists online uh, at finearttips.com. And they had a, a two, two images, one you know, on the si- side of each other, um, right next to each other. And you can see that you've got one side that you have successful. You've got your strong work, et- work ethics, your, you, you set goals, you're resilient, Celebrating achievements, uh, you surround yourselves with supportive people, uh, you share information, you never stop learning, uh, and you're good with time management versus some of the unsuccessful things on one side. You've got poor work ethics, you don't follow through with your goals, you complain and make excuses, uh, you're afraid to try things, um, you listen to negative talk and you kind of focus on that and you fear your fear of failure and rejection, and you never find the time. So... There's lots of different, um, you know, ideas about those, what, what makes successful versus unsuccessful. And I know that you mentioned early on that it's, there's no one size that fits all. I, I totally agree with you that uh, that's definitely the late uh, Zig Ziglar is one of the most respect, respected modern day experts just on success in general and motivation. Uh, in his book, uh, Born to Win, he argues that su- success cannot be defined in one sentence. But instead, it's comprised of many different things. And one can argue, again, that the definition depends on the individual and that that one size does not fit all. So in my own personal uh, story with becoming an artist uh, and then becoming more focused on animation, I think a lot of the topics we're going to discuss today uh, go throughout, like I said, in all the different art, artistic forms, whether it be music and, uh, and, and painting and things like that, not just uh, CGI. Yes, and you said you were mentioning successful artists have to have a strong work ethic, and that basically means that they have they have to be able to manage themselves and their their time and their their creative energy and their resources. That's that's a big part of being a successful artist. It's not you know when you're out there, you don't have unlimited you know time and budget and and money to uh, uh, to create your you know these these works of art. I mean, when you're in the professional world, you know you're everything. You know, you don't have unlimited resources, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Yes. And uh, to go back to my animation degree, uh, you know, uh, I I didn't actually get a degree. (laughs) That's the thing. I mean, it's uh, it was all self-taught. And so there weren't any degree programs at that time. And so we've mentioned that in other podcasts that, you know, just just doing those things, uh, uh, becoming an becoming an animator. You you have to have the skill sets for drawing, uh, being able to draw well. Uh, understanding, you know, timing and motion and things that are going on around you. But you do need to versus, you know, some of the other non-CG oriented art, uh, successful artists that, you know, the degrees may necessarily not necessarily be your 
um, your path. Yeah, you may or not, schooling, formal yeah, schooling. Yeah, formal schooling. Yeah. Um, you, for example, you know, if you're a painter, you're not going to have a, 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 a demo reel. You know, you're going to have, you have that with animation or anything else versus, you know, in the artistic uh, of CGI and VFX. So uh, that's kind of what I was going, getting at there. Yeah, and I think a successful artist, you, you were talking about resiliency. They, that, that's, that's quite true. I learned that, you know, at least in my personal experience, that uh, success just doesn't happen overnight. It, it, it requires a lot of hard work. Um, and something else I learned is, is that successful artists, you know, spend time with people who are supportive of their art career. A lot of, a lot of people are, are, are doing art and they don't, they, their family doesn't, doesn't support them or their girlfriend doesn't support them or boyfriend or whatever. Uh, you want to you want to spend time with people who are just 100% supportive of your of your career, uh, and uh, I I think you know for for me just getting getting people that are talented people that I can you know surround myself with with talented folks that can that can mentor me and that, that was that was always a big help for me. So as your as your career progressed as a VFX artist, uh, what what do you think kind of made you success? Because you are a successful VFX artist in video games. Well, I, like I mentioned, I, I don't think it's there's no single key to that success. I think you know, and even if there was a key that existed, it would still you know still be on us to realize that you know we have to know what our strengths and weaknesses are. I think that that's that's a big key to 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 improving yourself and how to how to compensate for those weaknesses and, and make your strengths work for you. Um, I think you know by my doing that, I was able to you know strive and achieve my goals more, more efficiently. Anyway. You know, it's interesting is I, I didn't really feel when I was started, started in the, the business, I didn't really feel I had the talent to do it uh, because there were, there were no, there was no schooling for it. So it was more, more or less getting, getting some aftermarket books, you know, getting programs that, uh, that, you know, getting a particular program like 3d studio max and learning that on your own, uh, was too ex- too expensive at that time, so I kind of beg, borrowed, and s- didn't steal really. But I guess I, I guess it really is theft in a way because you're you're borrowing at that time. It was it was uh, I justified it in my mind, okay, because I can't afford six seven thousand dollars worth of software. I'm going to get get this hacked, cracked version, and I'm going to learn the software on my own as best I can. So my whole my whole thing was I didn't know anything about it, but I knew I knew I wanted to be in it. So it was number one, I had the passion. The second thing was, is I was going to do the tenacity and the dedication. I was going to do everything I possibly could to get that job. I was never going to say no, or I was never going to take no for an answer. Um, and so I continued to do that. And I think that kind of pushed me into, um, and then uh, looking at my own art, you know, not comparing myself necessarily to other people because there wasn't a lot of really good CG at that time, except for high end um, Unix you know, stations working at ILM. So you had this really PC with not much memory in it. So you're trying to do the best you can with what you got. And by that, I was looking at it, just comparing it to my own self. And I think a lot of the, the becoming success, successful artist is not necessarily comparing yourself to other artists, but it's comparing yourself what what you did six months ago, what you did a year ago, what you did you know five years ago. Yes, and you touched on that in the last podcast. I thought it was pretty effective the way you showed the the images of the people. It's actual technical skill right. over time improving, and that's 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 dedication, and that's that's part of what I was talking about when when I said you know you need to kind of commit yourself a hundred percent to to your your craft. And and uh, you know one of my favorite actors, Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey taught, has a pretty interesting twist, and he ta- kind of talks about that. 
Um, and he, he, he basically says that you, you should just never stop studying your craft. You should, you should be, you know, learning throughout your career as an artist and, and really being passionate about it. And that, that goes to surrounding yourself and, and even creating a, a community around yourself, uh, a support community that, that uh, people that can, can, you know, critique your work, if, if nothing else, because, you know, a lot of people are afraid, you know, you were talking about being, you know, you didn't think you were good enough. And I think a lot of artists feel that way and they're afraid to show people their work. And that's perfectly acceptable. And I think, you know, they, they don't want to show their work because they're afraid of being rejected. But, you know, if, 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 you, if you look at it like, you, you know, you just said, don't compare yourself to the work of other artists. Compare yourself, your work to what you were doing yesterday or, or, or last year or three months or three years ago. Right. Uh, it, it, that, that's really kind of, kind of the, the key, I think. And, you know, you can compare yourselves technically to other people. But, you know, in the end, it comes down to, your, you know, you, you do, you'll develop your own style. And so it won't, even if you're technically correct, it's not going to look exactly like another person's drawing unless, you know, that's, that's the goal, you know. And even then, even though it's the goal, I mean, we've talked about modelers who look at model, they have the same reference images, but they come up with two entirely different 3D models based on those images. Right. And what about being successful as, as a full-time job versus just successful as a hobby? Do you want to do this as a, as a, to make a living? Is that, is that what we consider success? Uh, you know, it's different. It's, it's, it's different to different people. Uh, I think, you know, if you're looking about it, you know, as a, you know, look towards it as a career, then, then there's going to be a different mindset. And if, if you know, that's a production thing. And, uh, you know, there's, there's certain, you know, and, and honestly, you, you, you need other people. You, it's very difficult, difficult. It's not like someone's going to discover your art. You know, you're going you're gonna to be toiling away in your studio and you're going to make your masterpiece and then the world is going to break down your door. Mm-hmm. And, and and you're going to be a millionaire. That's that's just not how it works. And I think that's that's the concept a lot of people have, or a lot of a lot of artists anyway, uh, that that's going to happen. And it's just not true. And I, I, I that, that kind of goes back to you know what I was one of the other things that a lot of Duwall said, uh, which is you, you, successful artists understand the entrepreneurial aspects of making a living as an artist. So if you're doing it for you know to make as a living, which you know most artists do want to do their art for a living. I mean, they, they yearn to do that. Uh, so I think the, the meaning of success over the, is changing, you know, kind of, you know, not the bohemians anymore. Uh, <laughs> right. You, know, you got to pay the bills, you got to eat and, and, and you want to make money off your art. You want people to see it. And that's the only way pe- you're going to make money is, is if it gets out there and, and, and the public sees it and, and pays money to see it. Uh, so, you know, right. I think that means basically a successful artist, you know, has to, has to have that entrepreneur entrepreneurial mindset they you know if they can't do it themselves you know there's a lot of stuff that goes along with promoting yourself and marketing yourself and marketing your work so you know you have to be able to know how to delegate that work and establish those networks of, of people who can you know be counted on to help you t- quote take care of the business side of, of the art if you can't do it yourself yes 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 and stop making excuses for yourself you know if you want to be a successful artist you need to show up you have to do the work uh, fear uh, many times is, is masquerading as any excuse you can justify to yourself, which will inhibit you from putting in the work. Um, I'm too tired. I'm too busy with other things. I need to go out and party, etc. So when you stop making excuses, you can start owning the direction that you're going in and, as an artist. And if you need be, uh, have the willpower to change that direction. So also, you know, giving up work, working all the time. It sounds funny just after I said putting in the work, right? not making any excuses, but you also have to be smart about it. Uh, you have to know when to leave and when to take time to keep, take care of your body, your, your health and your emotional and social well-being. You, keep, 
you can't make the best of your work if you aren't investing in your body and your mind as well. So many artists feel you need to sacrifice both of these in order to um, uh, be good at your craft, whatever that craft is. But you need your body um, on the most basic levels to create. You need to be healthy, to be uh, the best creator of any of your work. Successful artists know that. And it's, uh, they know, also know it's a marathon, not a sprint. So you need to maintain your health to stay in the game. Yes. And I, I think, you know, in the short term, it, there may be short term gain, but, but, but you'll lose out, especially in the area of creativity in the long run. Yeah, they'll have that diminishing returns. You'll just, you'll just get burned out. You, you won't want to do it anymore. Yeah, and that's a that's a tragic thing for an artist. But you know, back to, I, I, back to you know what I was saying about Matthew McConaughey. Uh, he he what he says his his twist is uh, he says the key to to succeeding. Let's see what does he say here. Uh, quote: You have to you've got to have some juice if you want to go to Hollywood or New York and make it in storytelling in some form. You have to enjoy the process of it. He says you have to enjoy the process of creating, enjoy the process of failing, and and not being able to make what you wanted to make that's that's really interesting um yeah it is you know he put he puts it if you want to make it um that, that's really interesting so he talks about juice you know what is the juice he's talking about uh he, he calls it uh the energy or the power or the ability to do whatever it takes uh to, so it, to, uh, to achieve your art goals it, interesting enjoy the failure uh, that's that's interesting <laughs> I never, well, never really right. thought about it that way. Well, that's that's part of the growth process, and and that's that's. I'll tell you what, um, you know, you have to, you have to engage in in the process that that involves success and failure to to really appreciate uh, and learn. I think you know we learn more from our failures than we do from our successes. I, for sure, know, all you really learn from success is uh, I'll do that again. You know, you don't learn anything new. I mean, generally speaking, it's when you make, you know, you, you fall a little short and you go, oh, man, I didn't know about that or that you actually learn stuff. So um, but but the key is, even though you're failing, uh, like you said, you, you have to and it's hard. It's really hard to, to continue to enjoy the process, you know, and endure those failures along the way. But it's all part of personal growth as an artist. I mean, it, you know, everyone's not going to love your work. I mean, let's face it. Yes. And uh, what what do you do when you get things like uh, from people uh, who are giving you advice uh, where you, hey, uh, you know, get a real job. When are you going to grow up? You know, <laughs> what point does an artist realize they're not talented enough to make it? Um, and then they say, hey, what, must be nice not to have to work. Uh, <laughs> you know, so those are the uninformed advice to people. You're right. Yes, and that, that sounds a lot like uh, you know, follow your passion. You Starving know. artist. Exactly. If, right. you're, if you're passionate about it, you will succeed. Well, the the problem with that is is, you know, passion is great. Uh, you know, bring it along. I mean, you're going to need it. You're going to need a lot of passion. But that's you shouldn't just because you're passionate about something doesn't mean you're going to be good at it. And, right. and you got to know right when to say, okay, I I don't have what it takes. And we've discussed some of those things there. You know, if you're you know, passionate and you live you live your art and you surround yourself with people who who are positive and you create a, a nice little community around yourself that's supportive and and mentoring and you know you're they're critiquing of your work because that's like i mentioned it's the best one of the best ways to, to improve your work is to get critiqued by a professional it, it it saves you so much time you, you know you can leap do leaps and bounds above other people who aren't mentored um yes so. i i agree and also, uh, I think what was really powerful for myself was giving up my need for praise. Um, that, that was really empowering to know that, 
like you said, not everyone's going to love your technique or, or whatever your, you know, your animation, uh, your model, your texture, whatever, but that's okay. It means you're getting, you know, you're getting at something interesting and something different and successful artists know that, that, that their uh, growth comes from within and not from external praise. So you can continue to go from that point. That, that really helped me a lot. Uh, you get, you get advice. Um, but at the same time, I don't necessarily have to have somebody just love my work, uh, to be successful. No, and that's a great point. Uh, you know, I think w- one of the things today that new be- new media producers don't realize is, and, and something that I learned along the way was that you know I, I had the skills, and and uh, you know the skills weren't weren't perfect, you know, when I started out, but they developed along the way, and and I, I became you know an expert at what I'm doing. But I, I think one thing that I didn't realize that that I wish I'd realized when I got into the business uh, a little bit more was that I, you know, it requires people skills and, and it really requires good communication skills. Um, and, and I found out that's as important as, as, as the design or, or 3d modeling or effect skills that I, that I would get. Um, you know, if you can't work with people and you, you can't accept criticism or, or you can't, you know, explain your position or articulate your rationale and, or even accept constraints on your work, uh, you know, you, you need to be able to do that because, uh, that, that's, that's what will make you happy. And, you know, that's not to say that, you know, you can't, uh, you won't be, you know, uncompromising. And I'm not saying that, you know, compromise that, well, compromise doesn't mean caving. So, right. uh, but the one thing that I learned is you can't, you can't be an uncompromising prima donna or have a, have a King Kong sized ego. It just, <laughs> it doesn't fly in the art world. And, and that's something that, you know, I had to, I had to learn the hard way, uh, in some instances and, um, and others even learned, didn't, didn't learn at all. And, and it was just a lot of fun to watch them struggle. <laughs> yes. And, and successful artists know they, they also have to be organized to get ahead. Oftentimes yeah. artists will try and wiggle out of that and say something like, uh, I'm, I'm an artist, I'm not a business person, or I'm not, I'm not good with technology. Um, so it's, it's funny that, uh, yeah, a lot of times I think you hear that, but like I said, if you want to be successful, you have to, you have to be a business minded person. You, you have to do the things that you, the successful artists that you, you want to emulate or the people that not comparing, but let's say you can, you're inspired by that you want to do, you know, similar things to those, you look at those professionals, those people that are really successful and, and just emulate what they're doing. Uh, not necessarily their art, but just the way they do their business, their, how they market themselves. Um, and also it helps massively to be professional when you're dealing with uh, various people. So if you're working with a team in, in a video game or entertainment uh, arena film, you know, your art directors, your, your leads, your, the people that are your uh, you know, artists around you, be professional. Uh, that, that will go a huge way to be successful in, in that profession, as well as if you just, if you're a traditional painter artist, that's, uh, trying to promote yourself, you know, the art gallery people you deal with, um, you know, all the marketing people in that, that respect, you have to be professional with as well. Yes. And I think, I think being able to, to look towards those people or, or have, have a, have a, a community or a team or, or mentors or just just people that generally inspire you you know will will really help you get through those downer days i i learned that that there are going to be there are plenty of downer days and and that that happens uh so just you know having that support team around you to get you through and inspire you through those those times when you when you really need that inspiration is is probably one of the 
main keys I, I'd say to to success. Uh, you know, you're you're only really as strong as your team. You, it's it's not it's not a it's not a one man show. Right. It, it really takes the support of the community uh, really to become uh, known today. Uh, I agree. There are a few exceptions, but but that's generally the case. Yes, and there's also. Some of the some of the other traits uh, open you know open yourself up to maximizing all the opportunities you see. So a successful artist is is ready to leverage any and all opportunities that come their way, whether that opportunity is to fill in quickly for another artist, um, give an interview, write an article or a blog, or give a speech to a group. A successful artist sees that it's a chance to network, like you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. promote their art and build their brand. Unsuccessful artists see the opportunities very differently uh, situations that interrupt what they're doing, their art that they're working on. But any artist who's engaged and ready to capitalize on those opportunities will not only will get a lot back in return. Yes. And, you know, a famous Chinese philosopher, as well as politician, who is widely considered as one of the most important and influential individuals in human history, uh, named Confucius, said, success, quote, success depends on, upon previous preparation. And without such preparation, there is sure to be failure. Those are words of wisdom. <laughs> I've ever heard, I? That sounds so, awesome. So, you know, basically when opportunity knocks, it's, it's too late to prepare, you know? Right. So that's, 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 I think that, that, you know, says it right there. Yes. And you can only, there's a, there's an entrepreneur, uh, Pat Frazier, I mentioned in my last podcast, you can only make a, you can only make a living through your art. If it's a business, don't be afraid to make a living out of your labor. Making money from your art will help you nurture your passion and increase your success to drive towards your art. Uh, so you have, you have to change your mindset. So start thriving and start making a living from your art. Um, you know, it's yours and you deserve it to take your craft seriously, invest in yourself and charge your worth. So people take you seriously. Don't, don't be fooled by Hollywood, a fantastical painting and image of the starving artist, literally suffering in the dark, damp and raggedy uh, ass studio, hoping that some, someday a Messiah figure could come by and buy, uh, buy into his art. Uh, yes, there are some stories of, pa- of people back then, you know, back in the, uh, the olden days uh, who were in such conditions until they got lucky enough to finally get through uh, and break through get, that and become successful. Yeah, I get, but but that's that's no longer the case. So, <laughs> well, with everybody posting uh, on the internet, I mean, I mean, with all the content being created, yeah. I mean, there's just there is a plethora. So much uh, there's <laughs> there's oceans and oceans and oceans worth of content being out there. So, I mean, being able to be found is is has never been more challenging than it is today. With, I mean, how are you supposed to be found in in that ocean of content? Uh, as, as an artist, with all the art being created and posted, how, how is anybody supposed to find you? I agree. Go to Art Station uh, and take a look at that, and 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 you just you just it's just like a um, a rabbit hole goes down. You just keep going down and going down. But there's just so many talented artists out there. But you have to think of it this way: there's no more better opportunity than today to be an artist online, digital, traditional. Uh, any of those things, it's, it, people are starving for those things. Um, yes, more so in the digital realm now because everything is digital, it seems like. Um, and so there's just a huge opportunity. But you can use all those same techniques that you're using in traditional painting and doing it with, in, in digital as well. So, you know, there's just no better, better time, I think, for any artist in the entire world. Yes, and I was I was asking you know the question what you know where do you go how are you found well for new media producers creating CGI and VFX videos well the CG Bros is how you get found uh, we 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 are, we help uh, you know viewers cut through all that oceans of, of stuff and, and uh, 
bring it all into one place so that people can find it and enjoy it. Yes, and you're never too old. That's that's another thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, look at look at Grandma Moses. She she um, she started um, painting and and went in her set when, when she was seventy eight. Um, and now one of her I think recently one of her works has been sold uh, worldwide. Um, gosh, what was it? Uh, it's called uh, Sugaring Off, and it was sold for one point two million dollars in two thousand six. So that's a that's a prominent example of a newly uh, you know successful art career at, at even an advanced age is hers. So it's never you're never too old to get started. That so, sounds like some great last words on that subject. Oh yeah, oh gosh, we're at the end. Okay, we're getting there. We're getting there. Let's uh, let's hit the the uh, mailbag. Uh, we've got a couple comments from some uh, viewers just like you that we'd like to share. Absolutely. Uh, this one is from our Unity or Unreal uh, podcast, which is better for creating CGI movies. This is from Pixelasm. And Pixelasm says, for CGI movies, currently Unreal seems better suited for most due to mega scans mm -hmm. and their photogrammetric, photogrammet, photogrammetry assets uh, being free there. These asset, assets can be purchased for Unity as well, though, smiley face. But in terms of capability, both engines seem to be on par, but in the end, it depends on your team. Unreal is getting a lot of attention due to shows like Mandalorian, and this is well-deserved, but keep in mind, they have almost all blockbuster movie crews working on this show. That's a really great point. Uh, you know, they, they, what we hear uh, about these game engines, a lot of the professional studios are using Unreal, and so that's what we hear most of. But, you know, Unity is, is a very capable product, and I think we said that in the podcast. Right. Uh, and then that's that's also for CG movies. Um, yeah, uh, Unreal um, is 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 not as popular as Unity for for in video gaming, for example. So, mm -hmm. I, no, I agree with that. I agree. That's a great statement. Everything you said, I, I totally agree with. Uh, how about this one um, from our uh, podcast? Can anybody can anyone be an artist? Uh, by Shamal. Ganguly says the uh, the subject is deep and dis and the discussion was fully enthusiastic knowledge of letting us know what art is and I enjoyed every moment of the discussion. Well, thank you so much. I sorry if I didn't pronounce your your name right. Uh, I'll spell it S H Y A M A L. Um, so I'm sorry if I didn't pronounce it right, but uh, we really appreciate your comment and um, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And the last comment we're going to share with you today is also from our podcast, Can Anyone Be an Artist? And that was a popular one. We got a lot of comments on that. Uh, this was from Shockers. And Shockers <laughs> says, uh, technically, obviously, the answer is yes. Practice is everything. You can gain skill with hard work. Even painters can say this. And painters. And, <laughs> and, and you know that's that's true shockers uh and i think we covered that briefly and and yeah you can be technically correct and you can practice and and become skilled uh, you know become a skilled artisan um but you know that that that's debatable whether whether you're creating art or not uh so you know i think i think you are uh but again it's 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 kind of subjective i'd say yeah i agree well, we'd like to thank you for being with us uh, for the podcast today. And thanks again, Ben, for asking us uh, how do successful artists think. We really hope you enjoyed it as much as we did and that you gained some insights and knowledge. Uh, we not only discussed what exactly uh, we think successful artists are, uh, but we shared uh, how we think a successful artist thinks uh, and how he thinks differently uh, about 
art than, than an unsuccessful one. And we gave you some of our professional insights as well that we've picked up over the years, and as well as some tips that uh, maybe you can use to get started using today to become a, a successful artist, or more successful artist anyway. Uh, we'd like to ask you to share our podcast with your friends and family, especially if you enjoyed it or found it valuable in some uh, meaningful way. Of course, we do a brand new episode of the CG Insider podcast right here every week, and we discuss different topics related to the business, the art, and the craft of CGI animation and digital VFX, as well as other interesting and related subjects that come to our attention. You can submit your ideas for a podcast or shoot us uh, your questions by simply leaving us a comment below if you're watching us on YouTube. And if you're listening to us uh, anywhere else, head on over to our website at thecgbros.com uh, like Ben did. We're looking forward to, to seeing you back here for next week's podcast, where we'll be answering another great question from a listener. What is the uncanny valley? You know, we've, we've alluded to that in several podcasts in the past, and, and we keep getting more questions on it. So we, we figured we, it was time to do a, a full podcast on it. So well, that should be really uncanny. Very good, Sean. So we'll see you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Well, that's it for today. We hope you've enjoyed the CG Bros answer to the question, how do successful artists think? Thanks for being with us. If you're watching us on YouTube and you enjoyed the experience, please give us a thumbs up. Be sure to leave a comment too, because we might share your comment on a future podcast and mention you by name. Also, please share the video with your friends on social media. If you're not yet following us on our channel, please hit the subscribe button. Subscribing is free. And ring the bell so you'll be notified when we post our next podcast. If you're listening to us on our audio-only version, please leave a comment and download the file. Oh, and don't forget to tell all your friends that they too can enjoy and download the audio-only version on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible.com, and Stitcher. If you're listening to us on Spotify, you can share the podcast to Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr with the share link. That's the circle with the three dots in it. Contact us on our website at thecgbros.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr, and Instagram. And be sure not to miss the next episode when the CG Bros will answer the question, What is the Uncanny Valley? This has been episode 2142 of the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. See you next time.